Good morning, good morning everybody and welcome to episode 56 of the Fetch Everyone weekly podcast. It's a non-prime. Hooray. FetchEveryone.com is a free website for runners, bikers, swimmers and everyone else. Some websites put their best features behind a paywall. We don't do any of that. Visit FetchEveryone.com forward slash podcast with your comments and questions and listen all the way through today's episode for a special keyword to unlock an extra special podcast badge for podcast listeners. Boom. Exciting. I can tell you're excited. I am. I'm trying to put my coffee cup down quietly. Clang it down. Clang. No. No. Very, okay. very nicely done. There you go. It's like being on the arches, isn't it? I was it? just going to say, what would the arches use We've got instead a... of a cup? I don't know. What was they the probably ironing board would use... thing? Did you know what the ironing board thing was about? What are you talking about? Oh, on the arches thread. They, there was the sound of an ironing board, I'm guessing. And... Yes, but I think they use it for something else. That's what I'm saying. They use an ironing board, but it's actually another sound. Okay. I thought it was the more simpler explanation that they hear the sound of an ironing board and they saw the actual ironing board while they were there. I think they did right. see the ironing board while they were there, but I right. think the ironing board sound is used for something else. But I could be wrong. Anyway, um, Ambridge Trip at Fetchies, can you please let us know about that one? Yeah. What okay. was the ironing yes, board? Yes, please. We've got an array of, of props here for making uh, additional sounds during the podcast, but... Yeah. They're mainly just sort of like coffee cups and mm-hmm. uh, dogs. There's a dog staring at me now. It's because you said dog and she she knows that word. Yeah, because she is one a dog. Mm. Dog? <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. Hello, Katie. You've got a bit more of a grin on your face than you did last week. Tell us all about it. Um, hello, everybody. I'm here. I've got my ice pack on, but honestly, I didn't really feel like I needed it, but it's sort of become a little bit of a habit now. Um, I've been for a swim and it was not really at all painful. Whoop de whoop. It was slightly towards the end a bit uncomfortable. Um, so I had uh, the last two 100s that I did uh, were slightly achy, I'd say. But I did a kilometre in total and I did a 100 metre I'm going to say intervals, just because that's the way of describing them best. But chunks. Yeah, chunks is much more. They were very chunky. <laughs> um, and I had 15 seconds-ish between each one. And that was that seemed to be quite nice. And I thought, well, if I get a little bit more structured about it now and I start trying to maybe join more lengths together. My breathing yeah. is fine. My breathing is not a problem at all because I'm taking it very easy. Um, but I'm stopping and just letting my back have a little bit of a rest every, yeah. every hundred. You're climbing up that ladder. I'm climbing the ladder. I'm remembering the advice, you know, aching is okay. It's normal. It's normal to feel aching in muscles and joints that are recovering. I keep having to remind myself about that. Um, but as long as it is just a low level sort of ache and uh, and just trying to keep conditioned really to a, to an extent obviously I'm not at the same level of training as I was at in January but just trying to keep a bit of condition going on yeah I think it'll be it'll come back quicker than you're imagining it will but 
Well, it'll come back in the speed that it'll come back in, that I is, suppose. That's very, that is very true. <laughs> very wise, Katie. <laughs> you can't rush it and, you know... But the, my back felt great this morning. It felt really good when I got out of bed, and um, it often does, but it seems to have kind of hung on to it, which is nice. And I did a little run walk yesterday where I did minute runs with 30 seconds. No, I think I did a minute and a minute, actually. Mm. Um, and then I did a couple of two-minute runs and a minute yeah, um, you've so, beaten your time at your own fetch mile. I have. I created a fetch mile last week, and um, it's from the bandstand. If anyone can remember that from the Bedford Bridges Challenge, the bandstand around the Etienne Stop Whitewater slalom. Not actually round it. Like you don't have to get in the water and do the slalom to no, complete my mile. That would Although tend that would to be, slow you down. That would be quite cool if you could do that. Um, and then down the south side of the river and kind of round underneath the road bridge, and that's my mile. Yeah. It's sort of like a, I don't know, what's that shape? It's like a staple. Yeah. A staple that's been unstapled. Yeah. And is lying sadly discarded. Oh, that's a, that's a very, <laughs> very quick thinking on the shape. Thank you. I was totally, I had no idea where to go with it. <laughs> Anyway, that is my mile. Katie's staple mile. <laughs> it's my staple mile. It's a nice mile. It's quite, um, it's all quite straightforward. There's no sort of, it's all on paths and stuff. So Yeah. So my current time on there stands at 13 minutes and 12, I think, or 13 minutes. It was 13 minutes and 12. No, I think that's what it was yesterday. Huh? Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's quicker than your I time. I don't love it. I love it. Why is your um, time on that mile so slow? Because I I didn't complete the the mile. I sort of ran the first bit of it. So mm -hmm. I ran over past Etienne Stott's Whitewater Haven, whatever mm -hmm. it's called, and then along the south side of the river. But I didn't do that looping back. I didn't do the second leg of the staple. Right. I ran all the way out to... So you still get to sign my visitor's book if you've run part of my mile. Well, I just added a big loop on it before I... So I, before I, I did finish it. it. Oh, I did okay. complete every single point oh, in the loop okay. yeah. in order, which is yeah. the critical thing. I just had a massive gap between like points 9 and 10. Right. So that's why I've got 38 minutes for, for yeah. that particular mile, because mm. I did some other stuff in, in the middle. Yeah, that's what you say. Yeah, yeah that is what I say. <laughs> I just said it. It's recorded. Yeah. Undeniable. Um. Yeah, so... What have you been doing? Um, well, I've just, like, totally arsed up again in that I'm not injured or anything. It's just... So I ran on Tuesday morning and did uh, five miles, I think it was, five and a half miles, just a little trot round, everything feeling fine. Wednesday, I went um, with you and we did a swim together. I got my kilometre. Yes. Um which I know that's, I was up to like more like two kilometers by the end of January, but I didn't swim very much at all during the rest of February. Mm. Um, so that was my first swim in February. And um, so my, I put the distance back down. But also, I knew that you were wanting to, to get out. But anyway, it was my fastest kilometer for about a year. Mm. So I was pleased with that. Um, and then... Just wind and rain and apathy and yeah, it's warm inside, that kind of thing. So I just really haven't done very much this week. So I need to yeah get 
you know, do that it. thing, do that thing where you say to me. Okay, <laughs> should we do that towards the end? Shall I pin you down? Yeah. Yes, please. Okay, I'll do pin that. you down. Okay. Have you got the appropriate sound effects to hand? I've got the pins. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I did play a game of football slash rugby in um, a very flooded West Park with the boy. Okay. Um, so my trainers are muddier than yeah. than a muddy thing. Um, and uh, yeah, that was that was kind of fun, but also quite painfully cold on the on my hands. Mm. Um, but it was good to get out, I think. Yeah. Um, and we we kind of nice shared experience. And what else? Painting does painting count? Painting is cross training. Yeah. Yeah, there was I painted the the downstairs loo, yeah. and the size of it is you you can sort of you can reach both walls. But if you stand at the right point, you can reach just about every single wall without moving your feet around at all. Do you mean with a paint roller? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't mean like just with the fingertips. Mm. You've got to have a paint roller, otherwise, you know, you, you're not doing yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but you can pretty much. That's how small the room is. Yeah. Um, so that there was a lot of bending. Yes. Yeah. Could imagine that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good, and I'm I'm slowly painting stuff. That's my little hobby at the moment. I started two, um, two kind of, um, what would you call them? I don't know. You need to give me a bit more information. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to say two jobs, but they're not really. But what, So one of them was cleaning the cooker. Yeah. I really, really regretted that. I restarted that. And I, in my head, it was, you put the horrible, gloopy stuff on, you leave the horrible, gloopy stuff, you wipe the horrible, gloopy stuff and away. And it is perfect. Done. Done. Um, but the wiping of that stuff is, it takes forever and it's yeah. disgusting and it just goes on and on and you wipe and you wipe and you wipe and there's crud coming off the oven forever. And my back was just sort of going, really, why, why did you want to do something that was leaning in somewhere yeah. like that? Um, so I really regretted that, um, but I did it and my mum was really keen to come and help me and I really didn't want her to come and help because it's that really vile chemical crap and I was worried about her having that near her eyes and her because she has lots yeah. of allergies and things and when she gets high she's a nightmare as well <laughs> <laughs> um so I'd already kind of like put myself out there as no I will do this task um so that was one thing but I did complete that and then the other t task that's a good word task the other task that I started um was I've decided that I want to order our books on our bookshelves in order of color yeah and this seemed like a really good idea. Um, it and is when, a good idea. And when I was doing the three rows of books that are kind of at my arm height, I suppose. Yeah. Um, that was all well and good. Yeah. So I've managed to do the blues, some of the yellows, some of the greens, the whites, some, and some of the black ones. And that's so that's it. And now there's just like piles of books sitting around in, you know, like, three yellows here and a few greens there and and the rest of them all just muddled up because I can't reach the top ones and I don't want to bend down to the bottom ones. Yeah, I need to join in, don't I, I think. And, yeah. You'll have to join in with the, the bottom and the top rows. Yeah. But if you're, if you're wondering what the hell we're talking about, um, mm. just Google, I think, rainbow bookshelves or, or yeah. colour-ordered colour bookshelves. Um, there's tons of Pinterest pictures out yeah. there of people who've done it sort of magnificently it looks so cool <clears throat> it does look pretty awesome and i just fancied doing that for no other reason than i just like having things to do at the moment but 
didn't think it fully through. Yeah. So, but anyway, that's my a good bending and stretching exercise, isn't it? As well, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I have been trying to do my core work regularly. Um, it sometimes seems to give a little bit of a nudge to the aching in my back and wake it up. Mm. And sometimes it doesn't. This is a little bit random, but um, that's one of the things that usually my yoga just takes care of my core work and my glute work because if you do yoga three to four times a week you will work those things but I can't really do the yoga sessions with Adrian at the moment I can't I wouldn't be able to keep up for one thing um and I can't do forward folds and I can't really sit cross legs for any length of time and most of her sessions have either forward folds or sitting cross legged or something in them so I've been doing my own yoga sessions like putting together the the things that I can do and doing some core work in there, um, something called horse stance. Do you know horse stance? Is that with one sort of leg up, like you you want to sugar up? <laughs> yeah, so you're on all fours, on your yeah. hands and knees, and then um, you lift one hand, one knee, so it's like a diagonal. Oh, like a, a lizard on, a, on hot sand. A little bit like that, yeah, yeah, but slower. If you'd called it the hot sand lizard. Well, no, because that would be really quick, wouldn't it? <laughs> Did they really go that fast? I thought they, they sort of did it more like that. You think... Yeah. I think... I could be wrong. I haven't watched a lizard for quite some time. Yes, yeah, extremely remiss of <clears throat> So anyway, that's that's pretty much sums up my week. Oh, I did get to swim coaching. I coached swimming, so yeah. that, was, that was really nice to be able to do that and tick that one off the list, and I'm doing that again this week, so... Cool. Getting back into normal... Yeah. Gradually. Literally getting your back into normal. Indeed. Yeah. Good stuff. Good. So we had some comments from users. Lots of really lovely feedback on the fetch contributions. Everyone really enjoyed those. So thank you very much to our contributors. Um, we really enjoyed them as well, actually. Um, and lots of chat about the Archers and some people actually coming out as Archers fans. And yeah. some people becoming Archers fans actually yeah, starting I think... to listen. Biff M yeah. has, has joined the Archers thread as a result, so we've got a bit of crossover going on there. Yeah, yeah. So that's nice. So that's really nice. Um, and we do absolutely love contributions, so please, please send them about pretty much anything. As you can see, we like we like anything. Yeah. I think we both came away after recording last week's podcast thinking, oh, that was all a bit dismal, isn't it? But because we were, you know, you were feeling a bit yes. down because of your back, and yeah, you know, I, I don't feel happy when you're not happy either. And, and yeah, you know, we just to have some nice things that you said that was pretty awesome. Yeah, so and, and thank you, Fetchies. It means that when on the weeks when we are a little bit lower or our energy is a little bit lower, and if we've got some Fetchy contributions that are all kind of yay and tumpty tum and <laughs> all that stuff, then it's it's all good. Um, so thank you very much for all your get well wishes and I am getting there and um, yeah, patience is a virtue. Virtue is a grace. Grace is a little girl who did wash her face. And <laughs> This is all new information to me. <laughs> um, and one other bit of information I wanted to share with you, Fetchies, I did actually do a little piece on this but then I didn't really finish it so I'm just going to talk to you about it now. There's a potential for Stephen Yawn coming. He is approaching and he's just done one of his downward dogs, so yes, watch out off. for that. Hi, Stephen. All right, no. Stephen. Oh, okay. oh, right. Clatter, clatter. 
So anyway, some of you may remember that a while ago, the lovely How Far sent Ian and I a new bobble hat. And with those new bobble hats came other new bobble hats. And the idea is that you buy a hat and you give a hat to a homeless person, to someone who needs it. And Ian and I have been on the lookout and taking these hats with us on various walks. And in some ways, it's great that we actually haven't seen anyone that's been homeless because it tends to suggest that hopefully there are more places for the homeless people in Bedford at the moment. <clears throat> I know that the, um, the night shelter was being developed to provide more room um, a year or so ago. So I wonder if that is part of it that there are more people getting beds. Mm -hmm. um, but anyway, on last Wednesday, I went into Bedford and I had one of the hats in my bag, as I always do. And I met a lady in the car parking kind of vestibule. Vestibule seems to be my word at the moment. Yeah. I'm using it a lot. Um, so she was there and she was sitting on the floor and she was wearing a coat and she looked very cold and she had a cup for money. And she looked up at me as I came down the stairs and I went over and I crouched down next to her and we had a little chat. And it was really useful having the hat because it was a real nice opener to the conversation. Um, and I just said, would you like a hat? Are you cold? Would it be useful for you to have one? And she said, I'd really love that. And so I sort of brought the hat out of my bag and she just got it on her head immediately and she was clearly very cold mm. and that was really nice because it was just like labels off straight on her head um, and I said are you sleeping rough at the moment and talked to her a little bit about that and she is currently sleeping outdoors um, and then she went on to tell me a little bit more about herself which was quite hard to hear actually so she is five months pregnant and she was living with her dad. Her dad died and because her name wasn't on the tenancy of the flat that he had, she wasn't allowed to stay there. And so she is basically now out on the streets. Um, so I talked to her a little bit about the night shelter and just made sure that she knew where it was. And um, she did know that, but she hadn't been able to get in to the night shelter as yet. Um, so Why I just, or just full, she said right. it was full. Um, some people find it really hard to go into the night shelter as well. So she, she, she may or may not have found it to be full is what I'm saying. I don't know the truth, yeah. but I know that some people who have been sleeping well find it really difficult to go in because they have to follow rules. The rules are very strict at the night shelter. Yeah. Um, and you, you, you are not allowed in unless you follow the rules. So I, I just said to her, look, please just keep trying to get in because it's not just a night shelter. You know, they have um, programs on there. They have training. They'll be able to get you from the night shelter to an interim place, hopefully get you some job interviews and hopefully get you into a permanent house of your own at some point. It will take a bit of time, but if you start the process as soon as you can. So that was our chat. It was quite hard, actually. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's horrible. Um, yeah, Katie's a bit upset about... No, well, I'm... You, I can see that you are. It's... Well, I'm, I'm tearful because, you know, you, you give someone a hat and it's lovely. It's a lovely, lovely thing to do. And you talk to them about their story and that also feels nice. 
and then you walk away from it and you go essentially to I mean like I went off and did my shopping whatever it was that I was getting I can't remember I mean it wasn't like you know ball gowns and tiaras by any means but no, you know get those delivered but... <laughs> yeah but... it just feels like I walked away from it and I got around the corner and I just thought oh god thank you for my life you know thank you for all the things that I've got because yeah just you know she yeah, didn't do anything wrong she just she just lost her her place in life at some point so yeah yeah so well, difficult one but anyway how far she has one of the hats and yeah. she looked warmer that's the only thing I can say yeah. about that but it was just lovely to do that it was and we'll we'll keep trying to to get the others distributed to to some more people um and i'm still very much wearing mine i couldn't find yes. a hoodie yesterday so i wore <laughs> a jumper and a bobble hat while i was watching the tally um and i love it it's it's a really awesome hat so, yeah they are lovely hats yeah. they really keep your ears warm they're gorgeous keep everything warm indeed yeah lovely uh sorry about that a little bit of emotion there fetchies but i'm a bit of a softy and um onwards we have um the excitement and i am genuinely excited about this and i'm sure lots of other fetchies out there are genuinely excited about it it's baroness L bl sorry um baroness bl's treasure hunt yes in which she reveals the 10th item yes exciting so, here we go hello fetchies this is baroness bl and this is the big reveal on the Fetch Everyone podcast, that was Wanda sneezing in the background, and that is Wanda uh, just uh, grizzling there. We're about to do the big reveal of the March treasure hunt list. It'll be me, Baron BR, and Wanda. Number one on the list is a tree in blossom. There's loads of these about at the moment, and there's one just at the end of our road, lovely pink blossom. So item number two on our treasure hunt list for March is an interesting wall. We have, it's kind of made up of all kinds of just odd things. Yeah, like a mosaic, like there's some bottles and like that's a wall tile there. And number three on our list is a traffic cone. Well, we've got two there. Yeah, I think. No entry cones. I think that's because people don't like people parking on their grass verges. Okay, so we've got to go and look for number four on the treasure hunt list now, which is a yellow fire hydrant H. We've, we haven't even come like 200 yards, not even that, and there's a yellow fire hydrant H. Well, it's a lucky day, isn't it? Yeah, so it's one of these, because you, you, you can get ones, you can get ones which, in fact, next to it, there's like a grey one with SV on it, and I think that means safety valve or stop valve or something. Item number five on the March treasure hunt is a way marker. Well, we're right here in the picnic site at Cataway. At the start of the Stour Valley Path, there's a picture of a dragonfly and the river in a kind of little circle. So that's a, a way marker. And a reflection is number six. I was going to say a reflection in water. And quite frankly, Baron Biar, there's plenty of water around here, isn't there? There is. And lots of lovely reflections of trees here. Shall we see if we can get our own reflections yeah, in some water? I thought we might be able to do that in the river, but... Uh, I don't, oh, we, we've got Wanda's reflection oh, there. <laughs> Look yes. at Wanda's reflection Beautiful. in the water. A reflection in water or a reflection in a window. It doesn't have to be a reflection of you. It could be a reflection, as we've just seen, of Wanda or of the trees. Actually, the, the trees reflecting off the puddles here is really beautiful. 
Number seven on the treasure hunt list is a white gate. This has actually proved harder than I thought it was going to be. I think we'll have to go up the road to the farm for a white gate. Now number eight on the treasure hunt list is a name from literature. Again, make of this what you will. We've got a road quite near us called Hardy Close. So I'm going to have Hardy Close as our name from literature, Thomas Hardy. If you can find a name from literature, maybe a blue plaque on a building, maybe a road name, maybe something else altogether. A name from literature, perhaps a pub name. Number nine on the list is an enclosed path. Now, we're trail runners. We see enclosed paths on our trail run narratives a lot. It's usually abbreviated to EP. It could be a natural enclosed path with perhaps trees or hedges enclosing it. Or it could be in a town, just a, a cut through between two streets and uh, an enclosed path just through some garden fences, whatever. So an enclosed path is number nine. And finally, number ten, and we're in keeping with my other recent contribution to the podcast, something that might be in an episode of The Archers. Well, our, our pub locally is called The Bull, although in The Archers now it's The Bee at Ambridge, so I don't know if we're allowed that. If you're stuck, if you're not an Archers listener, if you're thinking, how am I going to do that one, go on the Archers thread. You'll find loads of inspiration there. But to be honest, anything you'd find on a farm or in the countryside, even a piece of lemon drizzle cake on a flapjack, you can find plenty of things from the Archers to put in the treasure hunt. Again, be as creative as you like, and I'll look forward to seeing your treasure hunt items in the thread, in your blogs, over the next month. So from me, Baroness BL, it's now back to Fetch and Katie. Thank you so much, you two. That was a really lovely piece. And um, you do genuinely sound like a proper presenter, Baroness Biel. You really do. It's brilliant. Um, Well, I love that list. Um, Very exciting, especially that number 10 on the list. That's going to be lovely. Ian's just mentioned that we actually have a bridge farm shop, um, but it is a bit too far for me to run at the moment. It's, It's down near a place called Sandy, so... I'm not sure I'll be doing that one. I've just been looking up how far away that is just to see if it's... And it's just on the on the border of possibility. It's a seven-mile run <laughs> to get there. So it's a 14-mile it's a out and back to get that mm. um, if we're starting from home, which Cycling I think... Cycling would be okay, wouldn't it? But... Uh, I suppose so, yeah. It's it's not the, the nicest of roads it's to not... cycle on, I don't think. But no. um, anyway, we'll. it's nice to know that it's there. And yes. Katie pointed it out to me the other day when we drove past. Um, yeah, fabulous list. Love it. Um, loving the treasure hunt. Loving the treasure hunt blogs, the pictures, everything about it is just fabulous. So yeah, well done you. I'm pointing at you. What have I gone? Well, done you there? started the treasure hunt. Well, you joined in with me on that first one, so yeah, well done anyway, to you well, as well. Anyway, yeah, good stuff. Lovely. I've lost my way a bit. That's all right. I was just going to say, yeah, we, we've gone from sort of only a few people, now we're up to 73 followers on the, the Treasure Hunt thread. Brilliant. Um, and it seems to be creeping up every single day. Yeah, it seems to really appeal to people, doesn't it? Yeah. So I, what I really want is to have like a separate area where we can... Yeah. So rather than uploading your images to the gallery, yeah. there'll be a Treasure Hunt page you can go to. Yeah. And you upload um your pictures for that month's challenge you can say so collect them whatever yeah um and then perhaps we could have a thing where like okay the, the the pub with legs yeah um you could see all of the pictures of the pubs with legs 
Yes. And like vote for your favourite one each each month or something. But That's a really obviously because mine was the best. That's a really good idea. You should send a feedback to uh, what's his face, Lord Fetch. Don't you know? don't call him Lord. He doesn't <laughs> like that. <laughs> no, he doesn't. No. no, I think any kind of aristocracy, yeah. um, or or sort of empire fetch. <laughs> Empire Fetch. Empire Fetch, that'll do. (laughs) Palps. Oh, dear me. Come on, wake up now, Katie. Good. Okay, do you want to talk about your sight features and I'll punch myself in the face a bit? Well, to keep yourself awake while I do that? (laughs) No. (laughs) To try and get my brain working a bit better. Okay, all right. If Stephen would kindly yawn now, that would be most appropriate. Anyway, so this week I've been kind of busy upgrading PHP. That's the coding language that the pages are written in on the web server. And when you do that, you always get a load of error messages because in the new version of PHP, there are things that don't work that you wrote in the old version. So I've been just chasing error messages around and trying to um, fix a lot of stuff and just generally sort of oiling the wheels a little bit in the background. So um, that's been the, the bulk of my focus this week. Um, but I also uh, fixed a bug that quite a few of you had reported, and that's the, the root plotter. So if you go to roots and click add a new root or plot a new root or whatever, um, then um, I fixed some bugs with that that was meaning uh, it wasn't following the roads when you asked it to. And it's also looking a lot better on mobile now, which is, it was one of those pages that was really frustrating me. I won't go into the whys of that because it's all in my blog if you're really interested, but hopefully that page is working better for you now. Um, and the third thing is the triathlon league. Stephen's having a little drink. He's an absolute loon about his water. Sometimes he'll just sort of sit at the opposite side of the room and, and just sort of stare at it. And, and wine until we add some more water to it because I think he just likes it fresh. Um, well, fresh and full. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't like the, the dregs. He'll, he'll drink absolutely hideous water from a puddle, won't he, that is nowhere near fresh, but somehow... Yeah, I, I, he's a strange dog. He's a strange beast. Yeah. So anyway, to the sound of Stephen's drinking, um, I've updated the Triathlon League and there's a link to that on the home page at the moment or you can find it under leagues and it basically rewards triathletes for um doing training in in roughly the right sort of proportions so i did a little article a while ago that looked at uh people who are doing ironman training and the proportion of time that they spent doing swimming biking and running and i found some stats there and so that you kind of like get a point for every um so much time that you do in each of the different activities uh, so go and have a look have a read of the article because i can't really remember it now <laughs> <laughs> but it was fascinating when i did it anyway so and that's me really so lovely yeah steven's gone because he obviously just wanted to come into your that bit just wanted to hear about that yeah so we have another feature to fetch you now don't we we have strut brother and you don't know what this one is I about, I don't. Do I you? haven't heard it at all, so... Well, let's have a listen. All right. Morning, Fetches. Strut Brother here. Right, so, uh, obviously been stuck indoors, thanks to Chiara and Dennis. 
so today is my first chance of getting out again properly without getting washed away so I'm doing a, what was going to be my weekend long run I'm doing it now on Tuesday listening to the uh, adventure podcast as I go um, so it's going to be 10 miles along the East Devon Way and uh it's a bit muddy, so uh, there's some walking involved, because I'm up to my ankles in mud. I've got my uh, off-road shoes on, so it's not so bad. And uh, just past the, the wonderful rat hole gate. Lovely. See if I can pick up some treasure hunt photos while I'm at it. But, uh, up a bit more into the run. About two miles in now, so we'll see how we go. Alright, good show you. Zip, 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 zip. Scott Brother again. So, uh, oh, it was a bit windy on the last recording, so uh, I've decided to stop for a second and record this, hopefully out of the wind. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm practicing my fueling uh, strategy. Uh, this is part of my training for the overall half um, at the end of March. So it's the first time I've been out and uh, trying some gels, see if they're okay and I don't end up being caught short. Um, it's raining, <laughs> but it's Devon, so it's not surprising. As I said, it's, uh, it's, it's very slippery. I'm trying to keep my heart rate below 133. So I'm in that zone two mark, uh, but cross country is not easy to do because I'm sipping and sliding and my heart keeps going a bit faster. So uh, I have to keep slow down to keep it under that, that magic amount because I'm doing the heart rate training at the moment. Um, nice little thing though, I'm by the river here, or one of the many rivers that I'm crossing. Um, and even though it's only February the whatever, 18th or so. Um, the wild garlic is out already, which is lovely. Big fan. Great, wonderful pesto. And uh, yeah, we should be harvesting some of that on the way back. Very nice. Okay, all right, guys. Um, I'll catch up with you in a bit later on. Right. Right, hello fetchies. Uh, we're at the uh, halfway point, or turnaround point, because I'm going to run back to the car now. Um, <laughs> entertaining couple of miles. Um, got lost at one point. I was doubled back on myself. Um, then a slight altercation with an electric fence, uh, which was uh, <laughs> woke me up a little bit. Um, and then, uh, then I made it onto a road, a little country road. I thought, ah, oh, good, we can get some decent speed going on here um, and then it decided basically to climb for the next mile and a half. So um, we've now reached the turnaround point as I said so we're going to try and get our way back. Uh, battery is almost gone on the phone so uh, I'm not sure if we're going to get an update on the way back or whether we have to wait till I'm home but uh, I'm now at the bottom of the hill of course and so uh, now I have to Make my way back up again. Okay, right. Catch you later. 
Hi-Fi Cheese, so made it home and uh, 10 miles in the bag, so uh, very wet, carried on raining quite heavily for most of the run, but uh, strangely satisfying. Um, the gel refueling thing seemed to work well, which was good. As they say, nothing new on race day, so it's good to try these out beforehand. And, uh, and my camel back seemed to... Well, didn't even realise I had it on, so so that was nice as well. Anyway, so there we go. I hope you have a good week running, and um, hope you enjoyed my little report. And I'll catch up with you soon. Take care. Bye bye. Thanks, Strap Brother. It was nice to hear your little voyage of discovery. Um, I particularly liked the sound of of Rat Hole Gate. I think it was. Mm. Um, yeah, it made me think of the wind in the willows and, and I wondered whether or not that could be a, a treasure hunt item to find something related to wind in the willows and you'd be like nailed on to just go and take a picture of that. Mm. So yeah, thank you. And and the very stoic way when you were referring to the fact that it was raining and you said, well, it is Devon, mm. as if like, but hey, I'm in Devon and everything's cool. Yeah, I'd so. love to live in Devon. Yeah. I'd like more detail, please, on the altercation with the electric fence. Yes. Because you, you were quite cheery about that as well. Yeah. Obviously quite a positive oh, I got fellow. electrocuted. <laughs> so we'd like to know more about that. Um, but I'm glad your gel's worked out. And it sounds like your prep for your half is going really well. So excellent. Thank you for your report. Love it. Yeah, awesome. Good stuff. So highlights, my highlights, I'm going to jump in. Um, I've got a couple. One is um, Metronome's blog um she's had a bit of a raw deal dealt her um recently and has um been diagnosed recently with a stress fracture and there's a fabulous picture of the stress fracture actually um if you are interested in anatomy and looking at things like that um i'm certainly am obviously um but what i really wanted to highlight was her most recent blog where she is embracing what she can do at the moment so obviously if you have a stress fracture then it's really difficult to do anything with impact and you are usually advised not to for a good six weeks um but she is cracking on and doing some swimming and she's done some brilliant swimming so far and there's a really lovely picture of her in her blog uh, in with her goggles on and a, a little bit of a grin and um, so I just wanted to wish Metronome all the best in this time while you're uh, letting your um, your bones recover and getting on with whatever you're going to get on with and swimming I love it I think you'll find it wonderful as well so and you're a great athlete so you, you should really do well at it so thanks very much for sharing all of your trials and tribulations and your positivity at this time which is yeah. always difficult I know it's difficult so yeah it sounds like it's been tough but you've obviously got the right attitude towards it so indeed good on you and uh, if you if you're listening and want to send us a little bit about how your your swimming is going and hmm. uh, then uh, that would be awesome that would be great um, yeah. a slightly related thread not really um the menopause and running thread so the reason it's related in my head is that when you get to menopause you start to have bone density issues i'm not suggesting that metronome is um, close to menopause she's a young youngster um but i'm certainly getting close to it now i'm i'm 50 this year so 
um, and my hormones are definitely making themselves known at the moment. Um, I just wanted to highlight that thread, it's really useful, there's lots of interesting stuff on there and at the moment there's a little bit of chat about dry eyes, which is not something I'd realised was um, down to hormones, but of course it really does make sense that if your oestrogen has, has reduced, I'm guessing that's what it is, I don't know medically if that is the truth of it, but um, I know that the oestrogen can cause all sorts of dryness, we won't go into, into that too much, but um, it makes sense that maybe your eyes would be dry. And um, yeah, but the menopause and running thread, really good. Um, there's talk on there about bone density, about best things to do to keep it, keep your bones nice and strong. And some really good advice today about dry eyes. So if you're suffering with that, um, pop along there and join us on the menopause and running thread. I've just started watching that thread again. So, so all good. What about you? Well, again, uh, sort of I'm making a connection between that thread and the next one because it's called menopause and running thread. And... <laughs> This is a thread about running, so um, proper Alex Jones-style connection there. But um, So I just wanted to highlight the Fetchpoint 2020 thread. Mm. So if you are running the London Marathon or if you are keen to be somewhere near the London Marathon when it happens, then Fetchpoint will be at approximately mile 22. Um, so you get to see the runners twice. You get to see them at mile 13-ish and mile 22-ish. Yeah, and there'll be a bunch of fetchies there. There've been various people saying, "I'm going to come along." Um, so if you're running, check it out and and tell your your friends and supporters that they can come and join us. Yeah, um, we normally just hand out as much stuff as we've got and cheer everybody on, and uh, and then I go and buy some beers from the garage um, for early afternoon, and we just have a little bit of a chill out there and, and watch everybody coming through. Yeah. Um, and it's a bit of a fetch tradition. We've been doing it in one form or another for at least 10 years, probably longer, I'd say. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, Stumpy and is it John as well? John 66. John 66. Um, that gang, um, Koala, they've all been going at it for, yeah. for all that time, really. Um, yeah, maybe even as early as 2007. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I can't remember which year it started, though. But it's a, it's a great day out. It's tiring. Um, you can't take your eyes off the runners. Uh, it's really hard to go and uh, queue up at the garage for a week because you really want to just stay and watch the runners all the time and not miss anyone. But it really is a fabulous day. And we'll take the fetch bunting and, uh, and hopefully you can see us on the telly box. Yeah, quite often. If you can't come along. Quite often, there's a, a screenshot that someone's posted of yeah. as the cameras and the lead runners fly past. It's usually the guys, isn't it? When the lead men go past us, we'd normally get seen. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. And obviously, you get a great if you're into your your elites, then you get a good view of them all whizzing yes. past. And because we are at just after the halfway stage, what we often see is the the guide runners and pacers. Um, warming up mm. at around about that stage as well so they're waiting to take over from the person who's done the first half mm. as a, a guide or a pacer um so you see those doing all their their stuff and they're mm. whizzing up and down <laughs> continuously yeah. uh, that's quite impressive so it's a it's a good day out and yeah come and join fun. us and you can add to your sticker collection if you haven't done so already indeed and we've got another featured fetchy, haven't we? That's right. We have, haven't we? And it's the Scribbler, and she is talking about the soup events. I've written soap in the notes, <laughs> but I, I think it's because 
Katie is so sort of um, into her soap at the moment. <laughs> yes, you're very soapy. Um, she's been making a lot of soap, so I've I've got soap on the brain, obviously. I'm having to say soup really carefully. Anyway, it's soup. a soup event, and Scribbler is going to explain that to us now. Thank you. Hello Fetchies, it's the Scribble here and you might remember a few weeks ago uh, we were talking about volunteering on the podcast and in the comments afterwards I mentioned something that I volunteer at which is called Soup. Anyway, I'm here tonight in Newcastle at the Newcastle Soup event and uh, I'll be recording a few bits and pieces to tell you a bit more about it. So what is Soup? Well first of all it doesn't really stand for anything but it's basically a evening for community groups to get together and to pitch for some money to help their organisation, their project or their idea. It was first started in Detroit and there are now groups all over the UK and all over the world. So this is how it works. Basically, you turn up at an event, you pay some money, at Newcastle it's £4, and that all goes into a pot. Then you go into the event and you sit down and you listen to four people who will talk about their project, their idea or their event that they want to raise some money and some awareness about. When all four speakers have spoken about their project or idea, then you sit down together and you have some soup. And while you're having your soup and chatting to the people around you, you decide which of the four people, projects or ideas you think deserves the money from the pot on the door. So that's how it works. It's really simple. Different places have different things about the money, whether it's a donation, give as you like, or it's a fixed price. Um, but it's a really, really great way about finding out about community projects or telling people about your community project or idea or project or, you know, whatever you're wanting to raise some money or awareness about. Anyway, I'll report back um, from my volunteering um, a little bit later on. Zip, 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 zip. Hi, Fetchies. It's the Scribbler again. I did try and record a bit of audio at the soup event but the quality wasn't really that great. So I thought I'll sit down at home and tell you a bit more about how the evening went. We heard from four very different groups, organisations and people that want to make a difference in their local community. They ranged from a lady who was revamping baby clothes uh, to help save money and to avoid waste to a group that provides music lessons for refugees and asylum seekers. There was also another group that were wanting to take people to the Special Olympics and needed to raise funding for things like transport and accommodation. And one lady who was simply trying to improve her local area by introducing herself to people and trying to find out what they wanted to do. Simple things like litter picking or getting the council to put in some grit bins so that people could get out and about in the winter. It was really, really interesting to hear about these community groups, about these initiatives taking place. There's so many bad things going on. It feels like sometimes we can't do anything. And what Soup has shown me is there are loads of people trying to do little things just to improve lives in so many different ways. And that's what I love about going along to these events. They do take place all over the UK. 
and all over the world. In fact, the idea started in Detroit and I did get the chance to speak to the lady that started it all off when she came on a visit a few weeks ago. Unfortunately, there doesn't seem to be a central place that you can go to to find out if there's a soup in your area. So if you're interested in going along, the best thing I can advise is to go and search for it. Have a look on Facebook, have a look on the internet and see if there's one near you. By looking through kind of um, newspaper articles and things, I've seen that there are these events all over the country. So it's well worth checking out. Definitely, if you fancy a nice evening, getting to know people that you wouldn't normally meet, you get a bit of food, you get a bit of entertainment and you get to help a really good cause in your community. It's a pretty good night out. Thank you, Scribbler. That does sound awesome, actually. What a great idea, all in all. Um, I don't think I've heard of anything like that in Bedford, but maybe we should have a little search around and see if there is anything like that. But certainly nothing that I've I've heard of at all. Yeah, but it sounds like a great way to get small organisations or small charities or whatever, small events off the ground and, and started on their way. Yeah, and the closest thing I've seen to it is the um, in the supermarket where you get a, a plastic token and you yeah. can choose which of the three. So same principle but without the, mm. the social interaction and, and getting to find out more detail about what it is that people are trying to do. So yeah, um, yeah it sounds good and, and, and definitely if, if anybody's listening and, and, and they find out something about a local group near them that they're interested in then mm. send us a follow-up piece so it would be good to, to hear it. Fantastic. And soup stands for soup. Eating soup. Yeah and that's good I love soup. Yeah me too. Yeah. Fabulous. Thank you so much. So where are we up to then? Where are we up to? Do you yes. mean in, in the, getting through the, the show itinerary yes. or what? Well, we're towards the end, aren't we, Katie? We are. That is where we are. Yeah. Where, was your page, had your page gone dark or something? It had. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So we're, we're up to the bit now where, that we title more banter. So let's have some <laughs> banter. Okay, well, I tell you what, mm. I would like some suggestions for other soup recipes that are simple, quick, hearty, warming, healthy. Mm. What soup do you like, Petchies? What do you make at home? Yeah, favourite for us at the moment is carrot and parsnip with a dollop of creme fraiche in it mm. um, and some ginger to give it a bit of kick, a lot of few chilli flakes, Yeah. a um, bit of onion, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Nom. So, yeah. Do you make soup? Let us know. Mm, I love a bit of soup. Um, yeah. So what are you going to do then this week? I, you asked me to pin you down. What, come on, what's the plan? What's your Tuesday run going to be? Um, my Tuesday run, I'm going to head out to with the aim of getting round the, the Willington Loop because I want to see if the river's gone down a bit because last time I tried to do that loop, mm. there was no loop to be done without okay. swimming through part of it. Okay. Um, so I want to do that one. I would like to do a longer one. I don't want to commit to doing more than 14 because okay. I don't know that I'm I'm feeling like I want to do more than that at the moment. That's so fine. Um, like I said last week, I'm thinking marathon is maybe something to be pushed back a little bit. Okay. Um, but a, a longer run of some kind, so double digits. Mm -hmm. um, just hope. hopefully we won't get any more... Hopefully, Jorge has, has seen off the, the mm. future storms. Um, yeah, and and another one. So I want three runs, and I want to swim. 
Okay. Um, but more importantly, I want that the, the following week as well. Yes. So you want so, some consistency? Yeah, is what I do because I've I've just gone up, down, up, down over the last couple of weeks. Yeah. And I've had enough of it. Well, Darn fair it. enough. You you crack on really. Yeah. I would what be happy you? with um, more kilometer swims. I'm I'm not too worried about pushing any speed or any further distance. I'd like to get a little bit more continuous in the swimming. Um, I'm still turning incredibly carefully at the end of the of the end of the pool. Um, so I'm happy that things are improving. I'd like that to carry on. I'm not going to push anything. I think I'm at that vulnerable stage where you could set yourself back if you were not sensible. Yeah. Um, so solid platform. Solid platform for this week. And I would really like to do another couple of run walks again. Perhaps not pushing the distance particularly, but maybe a little bit more running than walking, that sort of thing. Yeah. I remembered something about swimming as well that I wanted mm. to mention earlier. Yeah. Um, and that is when I swam in Bramcote Leisure Centre with my brand new goggles, Yes. everything was very sparkly and clear. Yeah. And I wondered if it was the goggles that are yeah. less scratched up than my yeah. old ones. Yeah. Or what it was, um, but when we swam at Trinity on Wednesday, mm. it was very murky. So it wasn't the goggles, I don't think. I think Trinity is quite a cloudy pool yeah. in general. It can be quite cloudy. The one thing I did see recently was some really good advice about looking after your goggles. Mm -hmm. And um, one of the key bits of information is not to rub the inside of your goggles because they have a special coating on them. So um, you shouldn't try and clean the inside you should just rinse them and one of the best things apparently is a very dilute um, baby shampoo mm. is a good thing to rinse them with and if you rinse them in that and then leave them to dry apparently that's a really good way of not allowing them to get yeah. steamed up and then you don't rub them I think um, when we went on holiday last year the, yeah. the stuff that they put on the inside of the diving masks that we had yeah. to go with it's baby shampoo is, yeah. Yeah. yeah NASA secret recipe yeah yeah um, so okay, right, that's good. But what happens if you're in the pool and you've got condensation on the inside of your goggles? My... Just rinse them in the water and okay. then pop them back on. Okay, because my reaction normally is to just twang them off my head and stick my thumbs in them and clear them. Yeah, bit. but if you do that, you rub off the protective coating. Yeah, I understand. Coating. So, okay. Just to rinse and stick them back on again. Vocally, dokely. Yeah. So that was actually from the Codfather, as we know him. That was his advice on Facebook. Nice. Do you know the Codfather folks? I would also like to achieve a trip to fancy this week. I haven't been for ages. Yeah. Oodles and doodles of time. It was a cheese scone last time I went there. So. Well, we ran eight miles, I think, didn't we? I know. Um, well, I'm not going to be doing that, but no. I still think I could I could bring myself to the point of feeling like I deserve fancy. Yeah. Well, we, I could do a long run on Sunday that ends at fancy and... I don't know if it there, opens or... on Sunday, does I it? I mean, Saturday, sorry. Yeah, Isn't Saturday it? would be good. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, that would work. Um, are you going to do your code word? Yes. So if you'd like to claim your special podcast badge... Where do they put the code word? Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say... Okay. In, in, ...in my next sentence. Okay. Then you need to enter a special code word on the following page. And the page is... He's making this up as he goes along. I am he's, making he's it up totally as I go along. It up. I can yeah. see the way his face is looking. So if you go to 
go to the podcast thread and I will put a link in the about this thread description. Yeah. Okay, you with me? Mm-hmm. So go to the fetchheaven.com forward slash podcast. You look for the about this thread section and in there, there will be a, a page you can go to to claim your podcast badge, which will not be available to other site users. And there's a special code word that you'll need to enter on that page. And Katie, that code word is... What is it? Stephen. Oh, but is that with a V or with a PH? It's with a PH, of course. Like Stephen. Yeah, like our Stephen with a PH. Yeah. He's standing to attention going, Badge, that's fantastic. Sorry, it was the first word I thought of. That's fair enough. If you wanted something more complex than that, you should have given me a bit more notice. So if you are listening to this, don't tell anybody else the secret word so that they can get the badge because that's not that's not how it's done. So okay. keep it secret um, and we might do it that we'll have a different code word next time um, and, and this one will only last until the end of this, this show or something. Are you suspicious that people aren't listening to the end then? <laughs> why are we doing that? Why, why are we what? Why are we putting it at the end? Yeah. Just because I thought like, we don't want to put it at the start because they'll all rush off to get the badge then, <laughs> won't they? Well, yes, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Good. But it just creates a little bit of intrigue, doesn't intrigue it? Intrigue and excitement. Yeah. Good. I'd say that was a good 7 out of 10 for intrigue and excitement. Only 7? Yeah. How could I ramp it up a bit? What? How? What do I, I do? be a bit more danger involved, with Some there? dramatic music? Possibly. Some uh, sort of mild peril? Well, I, yeah. <laughs> right. Oh. I'm now strangling Katie. Uh-huh. Um, oh. Anyway, right. We're off, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Six Nations, though. Oh, Six Nations. Well, oh. um, England win. Wales win. Um, what else have we got? We've got We've no got... Italy game, have we? No. And was that that it... was Italy, Ireland, I think, which means it would be Scotland, France. Oh, I'd love Scotland to win so much, but France are awesome. on absolute fire, aren't they? So, yeah. would absolutely love it. Scotland, please win. Yeah, come on, Scotland. We're you all behind you. Yeah. Uh, and come on, Wales. We're all behind and you. And come on, England. We're all behind <laughs> you also. Right. Right. Okay. Thank you very much for listening and send your audio audio contributions to podcast at fetcheveryone.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Visit fetcheveryone.com forward slash podcast for everything, really. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.